Discover the French language with Jessica. It's right here. It's right now on French Your Way podcast. Bonjour à tous, welcome to episode 126 of French Your Way podcast, episode 126. And welcome to part four of uh, how to ask uh, questions in French. This is a, a series of uh, episodes that I've made. The first one being episode 111 about uh, the, the three different ways to ask uh, um, uh, same question in French, so just playing with the structure of the sentence. Episode 115 uh, was about the different uh, ways to translate what uh, in uh, a question. And episode 120 was about uh, getting the, the order of the sentence right uh, when the verb is made of several words, so for example in the compound tenses such as uh, the perfect or pre-perfect tenses but also the near future and the recent past. So if you need some help with any of these topics, if you need a brush up, do start with uh, these episodes first. I uh, again uh, put the episode number and the links in the show notes of the episode which you can find in your podcast app but also in uh, uh, on frenchaway.com.au uh, slash podcast 126 for, uh, for this episode. So this episode is about uh, should, you, um, sh should your intonation rise or fall when you're asking uh, a question? Well, uh, in traditional classrooms or in your books, you may have learned uh, that uh, Intonation falls in statements, in French, uh, but it rises uh, in questions. And this is actually a little bit inaccurate. There's more to it than that. And I'm going to give you the whole rule and uh, that should make a lot of sense to you. But also, uh, what you're going to hear, the recording with my explanation, is actually part of, um, it, it's a lesson of the pronunciation course that I have been designing for a long time, and which is called How to Sound Like a, a Native French Speaker. In this course, I go over all the uh, phonetic and pronunciation rules, but also about the intonation and also the, uh, the accentuation and the rhythm of French language. Uh, in order to help you get uh, the best uh, French uh, accent and pronunciation as possible. I don't know at this stage, as I am recording the podcast a little bit ahead, whether this course is finally released and available uh, or not yet because there's still a bit of a so technical uh, side um, to work on. But do check on my website or if you want some updates about this uh, uh, recently launched or upcoming course, you can also um, subscribe to my newsletter, frenchaway.com.au slash subscribe and you will know uh, about it when it's ready. So listen in now. And I really wanted to make a lesson about intonation to mostly correct like a wrong perception that you may have that would be in statements the intonation goes down and in questions the intonation rises or it goes up unfortunately this is what i hear being taught by many teachers uh, in classes 
and this is wrong or rather um, there's more to it than that so I wanted to give you like the full rule so to say yes when you speak in normal statements by default your intonation falls at the end of the word or the group of words so for example je m'appelle Jessica vous allez visiter Paris l'année prochaine falling intonation Sometimes in statement, the intonation may rise, uh, for example, if you exclaim, uh, like if you shriek, for example, um, vous allez visiter Paris l'année prochaine? Super! So the person is really thrilled and it becomes all shrieking, the intonation is rising. Now to the questions. There are two types of questions that you can ask. So, there are yes-no questions. Yes-no questions are also called uh, closed questions because there are only a limited range of answers. It's either a yes or no, right? And there are open questions. So, the answer is open. We need the answer to like an information that we don't have. So, the why, the how, the when. It's more than just yes or no. And this is very important to, to keep that in mind. So, yes-no questions are very similar to statements, with the exception that when it is written, you can actually see the question mark. For example, uh, if you say, ça va, it's a statement. If you want to ask the question, you're going to write, ça va, and you're going to put a question mark in order to make the difference not just visually, but also uh, like orally, you're going to have to change the intonation. That's when the intonation is going to rise. It's to mark the difference from a simple statement. So the question, how are you, is ça va? As opposed to just ça va, the statement. Same with like, your name is Jessica. If it is a statement, you're going to say, tu t'appelles Jessica. If it's a question, so, your name is Jessica, is your name Jessica, tu t'appelles Jessica? Rising intonation, and the only difference uh, on the paper will be a question mark. This rule also applies to et toi, et vous, so and me, and you, etc. So, and him, and them. For example, there's a, a group gathering up together to, to uh, prepare a party and you're waiting to be assigned your task or like what you need to do to, to help. And so you might say, et moi? So it's a, it's a real question. Et moi? Uh, what am I doing? In the yes-no questions and in sentences with et toi, et vous, etc., the intonation may fall when uh, the person conveys uh, a negative uh, emotion. For example, they are annoyed, they are sarcastic, they, they don't believe, they, they, um, they want to show indignation, etc. For example, if you say, ça te regarde, so is it any of your business? It's not a real question. It's more to be a bit like offending. If you want to say, so, did he tell you that? Il t'a dit ça? So that's a real question. Yes, no, did he tell you that? Or if you say, il t'a dit ça? He told you so. Huh, my foot, like I'm really skeptical or I'm very maybe indifferent or annoyed. Rising intonation, vous allez visiter Paris en un jour? So you're going to visit Paris in one day? Yes, no? 
Falling intonation, if you say, vous allez visiter Paris en un jour, that implies good luck with that. You're skeptical, a bit sarcastic, like you don't believe that it's uh, going to be uh, possible. With the et moi, et toi, et vous, an example of the falling intonation would be, so vous allez tous au cinéma demain? You're all going to the cinema tomorrow? Et moi? Here, falling intonation, so like, it's not so much a real question as to just uh, say that you feel left out, you would have liked an invitation. But, et moi? Here you understand with all these examples that the intonation has a very important role into the, the, the meaning that you want to convey. Because we go from a real question to expressing emotions such as uh, being annoyed or being feeling left out or being sarcastic. That was for the closed or yes, no questions. Now with open questions, so open questions, you can't answer just by yes or no. They are questions that have contain a question word and you need to give an elaborate answer. So even though they are real questions, the intonation will fall because it doesn't need to rise. It cannot be confused with a statement because of the presence of the question word. For example, if you want to say, how many kids do you have? The how many tells you that it is a question. It is a question word. I need an answer. So you cannot confuse it with a simple statement. The intonation, the effort on the intonation is just unnecessary. Just falling intonation. Vous avez combien d'enfants? What time is it? Il est quelle heure? Quelle heure is your question word. Or, comment allez-vous? Comment allez-vous? How are you? Comment, the how, is your question word? I'm going well, really well, extremely well, I'm a bit depressed. It's a whole range of answers. It's not yes or no. Now, in open questions, the intonation may rise, so may be needed to convey a different meaning. And that's when uh, the person either uh, asks to repeat because they haven't heard properly or uh, when they exclaim in surprise, in disbelief. So here again, a wide range of, uh, of emotions that are conveyed in this intonation. Maybe they think they haven't heard properly. For example, we've seen before, um, vous avez combien d'enfants? So how many kids do you have? Just normal falling intonation because we already have the presence of a question word. Now, if you say, I've got 10 kids, j'ai 10 enfants, the other person may say, vous avez combien d'enfants? Like rising intonation, like sorry, repeat. Did you really say you had 10? Il est quelle heure? What time is it? Just there's a presence of the question word, no need for rising intonation, falling intonation for my question. And if you say like it's 6 p.m. and you say, il est quelle heure? Oh my God, already I'm late. So it's a bit like a surprise. It's an exclamation. It's not a real question. What you need to remember from this lesson is the intonation only rises if you want to make the difference from a true statement. If there is a question word, we already know that uh, we have a question there. So changing the intonation is not necessary. If you do make the intonation rise or fall for the open question, you will convey a different meaning than just the question itself. 
I hope you have enjoyed this episode and you found it uh, useful. Again, uh, this lesson was an exclusive uh, content from my course How to Sound Like a Native French Speaker. And uh, check my website or subscribe to my newsletter to know more about it. Thanks a lot and see you in the next episode of French Your Way Podcast. Please note that the course that I'm mentioning in the episode is not online yet. I'm almost done working on it. But if you want like some updates uh, about it, uh, subscribe to my newsletter on my website, frenchaway.com.au slash subscribe. And uh, that way you will know when it's uh, ready. Thank you.